We have a special uh, anointed man this morning that's going to bring the word to us. And uh, Mr. Ben, and thank you. Do you know how hard it is to run the sound system in this place? There's like five computers, and when Ben's in the back, uh, he not only has to be aware of all the voices and all the instruments and all the singing, but people stop by and want to talk and share about the day. And it can be very distracting. I don't know how he does it, but he keeps it all together in one place, on the recording, uploaded to BuzzFeed, uploaded to the places, so it ministers all over the world. And Ben, what? You're having a contest. I didn't get the last part of it. What? The music? I don't know where she's going with this, Ben. So, so there you go. I'm sorry to tank on you. A but. few months ago, Val went to Pastor Lonnie and was like, hey, I don't want to go buy this CD. Can you make the CD happen for okay. me? So Pastor came to me and was like, here you go. This is the CD. Build it for Val. Well, my CD recorder is having issues, and when I record it, the CD sounds like, and instead of just giving her the CD and being like, okay, you're done, can't, don't come back, I'm like, okay, let me fix this. Well, she promised me a year ago she was going to get me this beautiful blanket, and she's like, it keeps going longer and longer, so it's going gonna, it's gonna to come down to who gets it done first. Oh, thank you, Lord, so much. Yeah, I can't do the sound booth without him because there's way too much to do. <laughs> but uh, Tabernacles was just so wonderful. And uh, every year there's so much. We get told all of these things. And uh, if you're not prepared for it, you don't really catch what the Lord has. And uh, a few, I think it was in July we had a leadership meeting. And Pastor Kathy was like, all right, what's everybody's goals? What are your dreams? And he's like, all right, Lord, what are my goals? And uh, my goal is to bring a sermon three times this year. I already brought my first one. And uh, I was like, all right, Lord, when are we doing the second one? He's like, well, talk to Sean. So I went to Sean and I was like, hey, Sean, so uh, I need to bring my next word. What are you thinking? He's like, next Sunday. I was like, oh, okay, Lord, well, uh, it doesn't give me very long, but all I have to do is say yes, and you'll do the rest. So, uh, no, I had a couple ideas. I was like, well, let's do this, or how about this thing? And um, I started reading Mark 4 and the parable of the sower. And uh, the Lord just reminded me that, yeah, Tabernacles is amazing. And you go through it, and then it's over. If your soil isn't right, then there was no seed planted. Or worse, the seed gets planted, and then it gets choked out by all these vines and all this stuff. So today I'm going to bring us the parable of the sower. Mark 4. Again, Jesus began to teach by the lake. The crowd that gathered around him was so large that he got into a boat and sat in it out on the lake while all the people were along the shore at the water's edge. He taught them many things by parables, and in his teaching said, Listen, a farmer went out to sow his seed. As he was scattering the seed, some fell along the path, and the birds came and ate it all up. 
Some fell on rocky places where it did not have much soil. It sprang up quickly because the sun came and the, but the plants were scorched and the sun came up and they withered because there was no root. Other seed fell among thorns. They also grew up really quickly, but they were choked out by the plants because they did not have any fruit to bear. Still other seed fell on good soil, soil that was prepared. It came up, it grew, and it produced a crop, multiplying 30, 60, or even 100 times. Then Jesus said, He who has ears to hear, let him hear. And then when he was alone, the disciples came to him, and I'm going to paralyze this. But uh, they were like, Jesus, why do you talk in parables? Why don't why don't you make it easy for us to understand? He's like, if you don't understand the parables, how are you going to understand what the Lord has for you? And uh, they were like, but Lord, we don't get it. And he's like, okay, I'll explain it to you. That the secret of king of the kingdom of God has been given to you, but to those on the outside, everything is said in parables. So they may be ever seeing, but never perceiving, and ever hearing, but never understanding. Otherwise, they might turn and be forgiven. And then Jesus said to them, don't you understand this parable? How then will you understand any parable? The farmer sows the word. Some people are like the seed along the path where the word is sown. As soon as they hear it, Satan comes and takes that word away. Which, I don't know about you, but I don't want the devil coming in and stopping any work that the Lord has planned for us. And then, other seed, it's sown on rocky places. They hear the word, and it brings them such joy. And they're all excited about what the Lord gave them. And uh, then they go to work, and the struggles of life get to them. And by Saturday, they're like, oh, I... Well, I don't, I don't know. And luckily, when they come back on Sunday, they get the word again. But you want to be that soil that's been worked and ready for the seed. That way, when God gives you that seed, it'll grow. And a hundred times, could you imagine one tomato plant? And you get a hundred tomatoes out of that plant. Like the amount of things that Miss Debbie does for this church. If we get a hundredfold of that. <laughs> we could open churches all over the world. Um, so I want to talk a minute about uh, the evangelizing that Kyle and I did for after work. And uh, we'd go around, we'd talk to people in Hanover. You know, we were all excited about it. And every once in a while, you'd talk to somebody and they'd be like, oh, what are you, Jehovah's Witness? We, we don't talk to you. And we we would pray for them. We would talk to them and whatever we could. And you know, sometimes they just walked off. And it was getting to Kyle, and he was like, "I don't, I don't, I don't understand. Why are we not seeing any progress?" And Kyle, sometimes we're the farmer that goes out and we're planting the seed. We're actually putting the seed into the ground. Sometimes we're the farmer that goes out and we're clipping the vines away, getting the soil ready. Sometimes we're the hoe that goes out and we're like, all right, 
make sure this is ready. That way when the seed goes in, the birds don't come and eat it. And, uh, yeah, the Lord's just so amazing. If you just say yes, he can take you and do such amazing things. Our last evangelizing trip, we went to Hanover. We walked around. We went to where I was going to work. We prayed over it. And Kyle, as we're getting back, he goes, I feel like the Lord has something much bigger planned for our last day. Like, come on, what, what's going on? So we went to the green, and we prayed. We were praying, and uh, this guy's sitting over there, and he's, like, looking around. I'm like, okay, Lord. And the Lord goes, he's the one. But you're not to go talk to him. Kyle is. I want you to sit here and pray. And I was like, okay, all right, that's, that sounds great to me. I'll just sit here. Kyle will go do the work. And Kyle goes, and he's talking, and, you know, they're getting into it, and I'm praying, and all of a sudden, this breeze just goes over me. I'm like, oh, thank you, Lord. And I'm looking around as I'm praying, and I'm like, trees aren't moving. But there's a very strong breeze. All right, Holy Spirit, thank you for being here as we minister. And uh, this person he talked to ended up, he was on fire for God when he was young, and something happened, and he was like, I'm going to go look into the other religions and see what they got, and he's like, I still felt that emptiness and couldn't, didn't know what it was, and Kyle was like, oh, that's because you're missing Jesus, and we went on and prayed for him, and the Lord's just so amazing. Um, so a few months ago, I had a dream. I don't get dreams often, but when I do, they're really fun. And uh, I start in this helicopter. I'm over this huge field, and it's, you can tell that it's wheat that's ready for harvest. And it's just gold, and the sun's shining on it, and you're like, wow, that's going to be an amazing harvest. But then there's destruction happening. There's like a volcano when it's burning the wheat, and you see a hurricane over here, and there's a thunderstorm, and you as the lightning strikes, the wheat catches on fire. And I'm like, wow, the harvest is getting destroyed. This is, this is crazy. And then all of a sudden, I'm in a church. And I'm like up in the rafters because my point of view is I'm looking down on everything. And the preacher is he's like, and Lord, we pray in the harvesters. Pray in everybody that's going to come. They're going to come in, and they're going to be able to go get the harvest and all of that. And uh, as I'm looking, everyone is a farmer. They're all in farmer getup. They got the hat. They got the pitchfork. They're like, Lord, send in the farmers. Send in the harvesters. I'm like, Lord, what is this? What is going on? He's like, I've already sent the harvesters. You guys are the farmers. You just need to go out and get the harvest. And... That really hit me. I was like, all right, Lord. Well, then I need to go out. And I need to start telling people about how awesome my Jesus is. And then he gave me this incredible job up at Dartmouth where I cook. And because, you know, people have to eat every day, they come and see you every day. So every day these people have to come and talk to me. So every day I'm like, all right, Jesus, what do you got for them today? They have given us nicknames at work. We have the other guy, he's, they call him Eeyore. So we're really praying for him, that he will 
people will find Jesus. Then they call me Tigger. Because, <laughs> you know, I'm always like, yes, what do we got? Okay. And uh, I've, I've had so many interactions with people that have come through my line. And if I wasn't working at Dartmouth, if I hadn't said yes to the Lord, I'd miss out on all of this. And yesterday, we put on the amazing Apple Fest. And uh, because, you know, I'm new at work, I have to do mandatory overtime. All right, Lord, I want to be here for this. They need help. How do I do this? So I stayed with them in the morning, and I got them all set. I'm like, all right, Lord, I don't know why, why you're making me go to work, but let's do it. Got there. I, uh, our main chef is kind of... So, you know, I was like, Mike, how are you? And he ended up having a great attitude, and he was so happy. And at the end of the evening, about 8 o'clock, this very tall gentleman comes in, like, to the point where I'm like, hello. <laughs> and we're talking, and he starts talking about Wellsprings and how he goes there. And then he's like, where do you go to church? I'm like, Grace Chapel. And he goes, no way. Know Kevin George, and I'm like, yeah, I know Kevin George. He's a real big part of this, you know, the church and all that. And he goes, he and I are best friends. Every time he comes up, he and I go out for coffee and we hang out. And I was like, Lord, that's just incredible. Because how do you find out what's out in the community if you're not out in it? But thank you guys for listening. <laughs> really fast, but. I love the Lord so much. Thank you, guys. Amen. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Amen. Rehearse the word. How many of you took notes? You're supposed to be taking notes, you know. Come on. you got to take the notes and rehearse them. You got them all up there? Oh. That's really good. It's awesome. Randy and Judy, uh, you're with us for a couple more days, or you're leaving Tuesday morning? Gosh. Yeah? Gosh, and you're driving straight through, or? Oh, good for you. Good for you. Well, thank you so much for ministering to this house and all that you've done. You made, you made the day extra special. Randy and I went over to get some sterno at uh, Walmart, and I found out he loves to shoot. And uh, I never would have thought that about him. And uh, he's pretty good at it, too. He showed me some pictures of uh, targets that uh, offhand. So it's amazing. I can't hit the wall back there from here, but I love to shoot. And uh, it's good. So we have some birthdays this morning. Right? We have, I think Hermine's is in October. Is that right? A, a few more days. but we'll, um, And then we have your sister. And then we have Althea. Your birthday is when? Okay, cool. You know, if we plan this about right, we could get about three happy birthdays in to all of these people in the month of October. So let's, let's stand and sing happy birthday. And Norm Berman, uh, his birthday is, I think, on the 10th. Is that right? And Norm and Patricia, if you're out there, thank you for your 
um, Norman um, Patricia sat all day long at the table yesterday, uh, welcoming people in and and selling the food, and and Norm was welcoming people for the Cornerstone Community Center and telling them what it was about. And it was chilly yesterday, and to sit there kind of all day long that was a sacrifice. And gosh, they who better uh, to be the face of Christ than those of our body who have given such a heart commitment to see a day like that through. So, Norm, if you're out there, thank you very much, and we're going to sing happy birthday to you uh, this morning. And so maybe, Hermine, if you could come up. Any other birthdays in October? Althea, yeah, we've got Althea. Anyone we haven't mentioned yet? Nobody? I thought there might be three or four more that... uh, so if Lonnie were here, what would he say? He said, all right, let me hear your voices. La, 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 la. Can you hear him saying that? <laughs> hear him tuning us up and saying, okay, now I want to want to be a good birthday song. And then you were going to stand in for your sister, right? Well, come on. We can't, uh, can't miss out. And tell us your sister's name one more time. Joyce. Joyce. All right. Joyce. Joyce Turner, this could be on the national news, right? So we're going to smile. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Hermit. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. Amen. All right, same time, same place next week. We get to sing happy birthday again, yes. Kathy and Lonnie should be back this week. Um, They're out. Stephen is getting married, the oldest grandson, out uh, in the Midwest of the Snake River. So, excuse me? He got married, yeah. He's getting married this weekend. He got married. uh, So he found the love of his life and the one that he just couldn't live without. So praise the Lord. We send the blessings to the family. Uh, as there's uh, unity is playing out and reconciliation and all of the things that God is so passionate about in the days that we're in. Amen? So we speak the traveling blessings to you folks that are traveling uh, back to your home and uh, uh, for Kathy and Lonnie as they come back and all of the family members as they are returning in these next few days. Amen? So wonderful to see. And... We just want to welcome Xavier today. Yay, we're so happy he's here with us. Hallelujah. Yes, come on up. Yes. I was waiting for the right moment. Um, I, was, I was looking up your name, Xavier, and um, the Lord was showing me um, it does come from Arabic origin, and it means bright saint. Yes, and there's in other meanings in like French and Spanish, and it means enlightened and new house and new home. And so every time you show up, I don't know what it is, but I always feel like you're my pal. You're a friend. You're a true friend. And so I really believe that the Lord wants you to know how special you are and that you are a bright, shining sun of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I'm so thankful for you because you're my brother in Christ Jesus. That's what it is the Lord was showing me, 
that you are an important part of the body of Christ. And God really loves you. And he has not forgotten you. And he, he hears your prayers. And he wants you to go after him hard. He wants you to go after him hard. He wants you to spend time in his word. And he wants you to know all his promises. So I just want to encourage you to get in the word of God in your private times. And just go after every promise because they're in there. They're in the book. And thank you for coming and being here. Amen. Thank you. Praise the Lord. All, all of you folks that are online, God bless. Have an awesome day. The word was Mark uh, 4 today, so rehearse. And yeah, we'll